Hey, welcome back to Ma'am What. I'm Babs Rolls-Ivy. I'm Marky Schultz. And I'm Michelle Turner. Hey. So we're back talking shit. And, uh, <laughs> Pretty much. That's what we do. Because that's what we do. We do it well. Yes, Very. we do. So, uh, so the other night we had our girlfriend, Benita's Loft. And Benita is cool. She's very cool. She's yeah. a Latina Lebanese chick, and uh, and she's hella she smart. So so she so we were sitting up in her loft drinking as we want to do. <laughs> Sounds Tequila. like a typical typical Saturday night for us. Saturday night is what we do. It's about you know five of us. We get together the squad and we kick back. Anyway, she's got a, a a divine loft that we love to hang out in. So anyway, she had these sister cards, and they're called Dear Sister, and in parentheses. Not just sister with the C I S T E R. And so it's free your voice, prompts for self reflection and journaling. And they're done by uh, uh, Desiree Attaway. And you can find Desiree Attaway at DesireeAttaway.com. And the art on the cards is by uh, Zadidi Gordon. And you can find uh, ZadidiMade.com. But anyway, these cards, uh, Sarah uh, Bonita pulled them out. And uh, she pulled them out. Shuffling them. And she shuffled them. That's that's the Marquisha, man. Marquisha shuffling. And she pulled them out. And the and the 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 profound conversations that it generated. The the questions are very profound and thought provoking, and they are deliberate. And so we got fucked up over these cards. <laughs> and so we thought we would bring them to the so show. We thought we'd bring them to the and show. And get y'all fucked up too. Because, <laughs> because these are very, I mean, beyond that self-help, touchy-feely, <laughs> oh, life is, you know, life is the Lion King, the full circle, you know. It's a circle, circle of life. life. All right, we know that. <laughs> but when you have to get in these spaces where you ask yourself, profound questions and have to answer them from a profound authentic truth-telling place mm-hmm. uh it is quite the experience and so we thought we, it'd be fun to uh, pick a card any pick card a, pick a card any card and, and let that be the topic for the show go for what you know all right ladies here we go here, here we, we go, go. Here we so go. Marquisha is shuffling don't shuffle too much because we got to get it in <laughs> all right all right all right all right all right and the card says Dear sister, not just sister, for every story you tell of failure and pain, there is a story of resistance, overcoming, and victory. Mm -hmm. When was the last time you quit on yourself? Would you still make that same choice today? And uh, and that was one of the ones that that you that you pulled. Yeah, I pulled I pulled that one actually. You did, and uh, and I left there thinking about it a lot. I I don't I don't ever think I quit. quit. But I do think there were times where I was brought low. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe quit wouldn't be the right word because I think quit means to stop. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still very much alive. <laughs> yeah. But that, that and, idea. And not of, for one for trying quitting. to die. I was about to say, like, that's been something that has, that's not um, foreign to you in terms of thinking about, like, or and trying. Just kind of, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, I've got a couple of attempted suicides under my belt. So I guess that would be the quitting. Because I, I didn't think about that in that moment because mm-hmm. it, it was like a sledgehammer. I was like, like but 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 since 24 hours has passed, since we two hour, two yeah. days have passed, mm-hmm. and I had And you're a little more sober. I, yeah, I'm sober. <laughs> like, here's a little rosé flowing, but it ain't, it ain't it, tequila. It ain't tequila. <laughs> <laughs> tequila will like, what? <laughs> Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> I'm not one of those drunks that will. You know, I'm not one of those people who drink and like and spill get the tea. And no, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I get in myself and I'm chill, <laughs> and then I get real quiet. So it's not, it's not that. Uh, uh, but I, I think that's a, I think that's a real sort of. I think, I think, uh, and I've, quitting I, yeah. is a different. Is is it's it's different for everybody what that looks like, yes. mm-hmm. and that's what yeah. I I was struggling with. Like I don't think I've ever quit because I'm still here, so quitting takes on a different connotation in terms of yeah. not to stop but mm-hmm. to pause and see. You know, I, I, what I loved about this is like you know it's it's a it's a very specific question, but I couldn't think of a, a time where I quit on myself, but I could think of a time where I was like, nope, this is not the direction I'm going anymore. And so when my very best friend in the whole wide world died um, when I was 32 and she was about to turn 32, she died while she, right after finishing graduate school. She finished mm. her doctorate. She got a new job out in the Midwest and she died um, wow. suddenly. And I was like, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so because I was I, I kind of grew up in a household that had a work ethic that you finish what you start. Yeah. That, you know, if you said you're going to play the clarinet, you're going to play the clarinet until it don't play no more. Right. (laughs) And I played the clarinet from fifth grade (laughs) into two years of college. (laughs) So, like, that's the kind of commitment in the household I grew up in. Mm -hmm. If you say you're going to do something, if mama's out laying money, we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's real. And that's real. That's very real. I've done it with my own children. But after she died, and this is something, our last episode we talked about, the not Auntie O. Yes. <laughs> but she said that every time like someone dies, like that's like a wake up call for you mm-hmm. yeah. to like do something, whatever it is, you got something to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's whether it's to live your life differently, to go after that thing you really want, whatever it is, because it's a reminder the time isn't forever. Yep. Um, so I, who had, you know, not a lot of experience in quitting things, would quit things. I was like, if I don't want to do this anymore, I'm not going to do it. If I don't want to hold on to this belief anymore, I'm not going to do it. If I want to explore other things, th- things that, you know, look out of the ordinary, that's probably the year. That's the year I got my first tattoo. <laughs> or no, my second tattoo. Let me not lie. I'd be forgetting about the one. That one. <laughs> I'd be forgetting about the first one. <laughs> but it, it was the year I got my first tattoo. Um, I just, you know, I would try things. If I didn't like it, I would quit them. Well, see, I, too, grew up in a household where... When you started, you finished. But then, because I guess, you know, my sister and I were four years apart. My mother was adamant about that, right? Mm-hmm. Then my youngest sister came along, and it was like, That's eh, the entire game. Not so much. <laughs> you <laughs> oh, like, well, if Wait you don't want to do that, don't do it. your parents were Tired. 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 kids. I listen. The last they were two. Tired. You're like, do whatever you want. I don't. Yeah. Fuck it. So Feed yourself. Like, wash yourself. Get yourself to school. I don't care where that. I don't give a fuck. Wear that. Wear that Halloween costume every day if you want. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. Wear shit. The people can look at me all they want. <laughs> but I will say, like that, giving myself permission to quit was very freeing. Mm-hmm. It was very freeing because I felt like a, I was a. You know, I was. Uh, my early 30s um and i felt like my 20s were this kind of living out this idea of what it was to be a grown adult woman mm-hmm. and then my 30s was more about finding out what that meant to me mm-hmm. and so it gave me permission to do whatever 
whatever I want. I understand that. I mean, I have that same. I mean, I grew up in that same kind of vein. I I, I still have. I think trouble. black girls generally grow up. Yeah, in that kind I of I really do. I really black believe girls that. that got potential. Listen, I struggle with trying to finish a book. I. It kills me not to finish. I, and it only- wasn't until I was in the, to like that moment where I said, I cannot, I don't have to finish White Teeth Day to Listen, Smith. I don't there, have to finish it. There's only one book in my whole entire damn life that I did not finish. And that was that fucking Poisonwood Bible. I hated that fucking book. <laughs> and I, you know, and I was... <laughs> That's how I felt about white Girl, people. I was yeah. like, I don't care about these people. <laughs> I hated this fucking book. I hate the fact that these fucking missionaries were in Africa. I was like, like I hate everything and about you know, this. It was part of my spiritual direction training, right? It was on the reading list. And I was like, oh. And it was an Oprah book. And I was yeah. like, okay, I'll read it. Girl, five years in. Five years. <laughs> I'm divorcing this shit. Fuck it. I'm not. I'm done. I hate this book. I I hate it. And I and I would try. I would slog through this like thing you. for five years. Okay, I'm gonna get to chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm almost done. And then, Every year you read a chapter. Oh my god! And then finally somebody said, "Babs, if you don't like the fucking don't book, read it. No, there's no book police. Gonna, <laughs> gonna say, you didn't read that book five years but ago. It, but you it had was, it. It was something in me. Says we don't not finish books. You, yes, girl. <laughs> yeah. And we that do. shit was so yeah. real for me. I have never not finished. I've read so many books that I absolutely hate it. But I finished But you finished them. them yeah. And then, and, but this. So I can't do I was it. Like, I, I can't this do book. it. I was like, oh, my God. Yep, I, I wanted to love Zadie Smith so much. And I do love her as, general, like, as someone who is talking and intellectual and all that stuff. But white teeth, I was like, I don't care. It, it made me not want to visit England ever. <laughs> I was like, I hate these people. <laughs> I don't like their lives. I don't like their miserable, miserable lives. I, I'm not rooting for them. I want them all to die. <laughs> it was awful. I was like, but but I know people who love that book. And I was like, I can't even do it. And so I forced myself through, I think it's that Northwest book, the I just don't think I so, I don't think her voice in my head I don't like it. So this is a good point because I because even though I like this card, mm-hmm. there's no there's no it doesn't seem permission for us to quit shit that doesn't serve us. Yeah, yeah but I, there isn't permission. I have given up on myself because I think in those moments I felt like I was running against that brick wall. Mm. You know, I just couldn't get past it around it. And I thought that, you know, okay, well, I have a pretty good level of common sense and intelligence. So why isn't what I'm doing working? Mm-hmm. And and nobody can give me a solution. I have to have one myself. And in doing that, I still was running up against the wall. So I said, you know what? I quit. So fuck it. I quit. Fuck it. Not doing it. Not going to do it. And And I was down on myself for not doing it. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying... You know what? You gave it your best shot. Mm-hmm. And I think black women never Don't have permission. And there's quit. nobody who grants. There's, no there's no magic to right. There's no magic There's no fucking Glenda black the good witch. fairy godmother is <laughs> like, bitch, quit. Right, right. <laughs> but somebody to... whispering in your ear saying, well, you know that's a brick wall, right? Yeah. You know you're fucking you yourself up. You can up. stop banging your you head, stop against, banging it. Your head you, against it. You can actually stop. Right. And you can stop. Or, you know... You can either, but you always, because, right, you're not supposed to quit. 
Yeah. You look at the wall. We're not supposed say, to quit as women. Right. We're not supposed to quit as mothers. mothers. We're not supposed to quit as wives. Right. We're not supposed to quit as daughters. As, as professionals, right? As professionals. We can run an organization and we're doing well and all of a sudden that motherfucker start to sink. Right? So instead of us it. saying, oh. I'm getting off the ship. I'm getting off the ship. Like, no, I'm going to find a way to write this shit. Because you're going to put on your Because you're going to put on your cape <laughs> and make this work. Handle it. Because that's what we it. do. That's it. That and, and we don't have permission to sort of quit. And we don't. And we because don't. we don't have that permission, whether we grant it to ourselves or even other people are like, I can see quitting in this situation. Even though, like, when I was going through this phase, you will not even understand, or maybe you will, the number of people who was like, man, I'm in this PhD program and I want to yeah. quit. And yeah. that's kind of a common thing for people in PhD programs. Yeah. Like there's if you're if there's not a point where you want to quit, you probably ain't doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> like cuz it just is a brutal Listen. like self-hazing as well as actual hazing. Shit, I want to quit in grad school. I was exactly. like, God damn, I hate this people shit. People want to quit those things. It was hard. But, you yes. know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And people who do quit usually don't come back. Yeah. Like, it's right. not a thing where I'm going to take a break. Right. I'm going to give myself a breather. But somebody, like, people did want me to say, and I would say, look, I'm not going to think any less of you if you quit. Like, right. if you really don't want to do this shit, don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. And so, like, I think it gave them the room, the grace to say, I'm probably not going to quit. But thank you for, for understanding that it's hard for me right now. This shit is blowing me. Like, I don't mm. want to keep going. You know, I, I just always would say, you know, if you want to quit, I support you. If you I, don't want to quit, and I, I think, also support I think, you. But you have to give yourself some grace. But I think for like, black how are you women, feel about it I think for end? black women to say to we quit is is, is akin to saying, uh, we we gonna you, kill everybody. Right, you like shoot yourself like, in the head. <laughs> exactly. Like we just we just we are we stand in the ready at every turn. And there's no permission granted to say, because we, I, I believe. Or nobody who just says, you know what, sis? I got this fight. I got your back. I got this. Like, I know you back there, and I know you primed and ready to go. But you can sit this one out. I got this. Yeah. Because <laughs> we know that's not the truth. It's nobody right. has it no. for us. <laughs> as nobody they say, ever has our back. And as they say, nobody's coming to save us. Nobody's coming to save us. So and guess we, what? we've always known We that. always. But I think younger women have a different take on I it. think so, too, Michelle. And I think they're starting to say, to some of yeah. them on air. And they will quickly say, no. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Or you know what? Fuck it. That's it. Yeah. I've done it. It don't work for me. I'm good. Mm. I had that young sister on air when I was doing my, you know, on my other show, my mm -hmm. other radio life. Mm -hmm. And that young sister, she was a young sister. She said, listen, I had to get myself some self-care. Mm. I had to think about myself. Yeah. She was a young woman. Here I am in my 50s and I'm just still understanding. still trying to understand yeah. self-care. Yeah. I, I got to put myself at the top of my list. And here she is like, fuck that. I am the it's list. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on with the list. I'm yeah. the list. And I'm thinking, and I think, but I think that's, that's though looking at at us, even in our own families, not even so much as community, but in our own families, right? Because you've seen your grandmother do whatever, you've seen your mama, your aunties, even and the women who were, you know, extended family, mm -hmm. right? They all Holding get it, it done, no matter what. No matter at least, what, at least that's what we think. But remember what Anru said, our our friend Anru, who yes. is a who is wonderful. Um, he was like, there's a difference between making sacrifice and, and being, being a sacrifice. sacrifice. Yep. Woo, that thing. Woo. Yep. And I, that, that still, still stays with me. Still stays with me. Because still black women have been a sacrifice. sacrifice. 
and and we go to the cross willingly. Willingly, yeah. we volunteer for the yeah. cross, we honey. We just like well, just yeah. hang me up there. Woo, nail me. <laughs> like, and it's all like, right. No, no, baby. I don't think those nails are sharp enough. Use the ones over here that I sharpen. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give you the nails. You're gonna have use. to swing harder than that. That. Because that ain't painful enough. Oh, yes. never mind. I'll do it. That ain't <laughs> painful enough. <laughs> I nail myself. I nail to myself cross. to the cross. Don't worry about you know it. I got what? it. You ain't doing it right anyway. <laughs> right. I got it. I got it. I got it. And that's it. where we stand. Pull another card. Woo. Pull another card. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's see what the cards Woo. have. Oh, next time us. we have to have tequila. <laughs> oh, God. That's going to be a whole different conversation. Well, that's sombering when we have tequila. Buckle Woo. up. Ooh, this, this is one we might like. Um, Dear sisters, not just sisters, liberation. Uh oh. Oh. Takes strength. <laughs> <laughs> the strength we were just talking about? <laughs> Possibly. The strength that takes us to take ourselves off, off the, the cross? cross. What is, and that might be the answer to this question. What is the biggest challenge you have faced in living a free life? I think I pulled this one last time too. Okay. What is the challenge in living a free life? Because, like, this has been a liberation season for all of us in some sort mm -hmm. of way. We've been freed from um, the everyday task of mothering. Yeah. Um, we've been freed from, in my case, the task of a, a specific job occupation. <laughs> we are all CKV. <laughs> give us free. Give us free. We have a friend who liberated herself from a relationship that yes. was a dead end. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, sister girl liberated herself. Packed Fully. her shit. Packed her shit. Holy. Dude didn't even know what had, had <laughs> happened. Like my my she church had is downstairs. Gradually packed up all her shit, like bit by bit, and moved her and life he didn't back even here. Notice. And he didn't even realize it. Like she whoo. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. So what has what is the biggest challenge in living free and liberated? I think the I think the biggest challenge in liber in being free is that you have to give up motherfuckers who don't support your freedom. Woo! Tony Morrison yeah. said if if you want to fly, you got to give up the shit that's holding you, and, holding you down. And that's very difficult Woo. when you have a circle of friends. And it could be sorors, it could be neighbors, it could mm -hmm. be sister girls, it could be co-workers. But you have to w be willing to give up motherfuckers who are not invested in your liberation, Woo. your freedom. That's and I think that's very difficult. Because the people who are not invested in your liberation are the choir of them. Mm. And they will Preach. sing that shit Preach. to you Hallelujah. about, girl, you don't want to go quit your good job. Girl, mm. you don't want to give up that good man. Now, that motherfucker is fucking around with everybody <laughs> on the, it, 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 or who even, passes him by. Or, and this is a, a, a one that people let slide by them, even if he's a great guy. He just might not be for you. Yeah, right. you might need to. Girl. You might need to be by yourself to do some things. You're right, right. And you have to let that lovely man go so he can find the person who's ready to meet yeah. him where he is because yeah. he might be ready to settle down. Yeah. He might be ready to start a family, and that's fair. You can't hold anybody right. from that. You can't right. hold anybody. Because I'm in a, you know, I'm in a season uh, where, or I'm coming from a season um, where I've decided that I don't want children, and. I'm still at that age where a lot of women still want babies. They're still actively, like, still living in this kind of weird fantasy world that they're like, I'm nearly 40. I'm still waiting to meet the man of my dreams. And when I meet him, I'm going to date him for six months and then marry him six <laughs> months later. I'm like, but boo-boo, your eggs say you better get pregnant today. <laughs> your eggs ain't on that time frame. Yeah. Not on that time frame. Yeah. And you're you expecting your, your, your a bouncing baby boy or girl three years from now. Yeah. You're crazy. You're going to be 43. <laughs> like, what? 
And so, and I'm like, "Mm." so I'm in this space of like, actually, because I'm not interested in having children, I don't feel any pressure to get married Mm -hmm. anymore. Like, because I felt like marriage and babies go together. So I was going to, you know, if I was going to do that, that's how it was going to go down. But it didn't go down that way. So I'm like, I'm trying to meet somebody that wouldn't actually mind being booed up long term. And yeah. not married, and yeah. I'm looking for Stedman. Yes, <laughs> me too. I'm, I'm looking for Stedman. Stedman, somebody who would like to be in a long term committed relationship. We get each other. We like to travel. Mm-hmm. We have some of the same interests. And and you got your interest, and I got mine. Exactly. Well, we don't I, have to be I mean, doing things together. And we I mean, I have apart. that in an unboyfriend. Well, I was going to say, but you but have a boyfriend, so and I and I, I you said I like it. I yeah. like it so and very much. And you have been very clear about saying that you, A, you don't want to have somebody in your life where you have to give them first right of refusal. Nope. I, I very much am in line with that. And you don't want someone who is kind of trying to clip your wings, basically. Because you Cause we I've meet people it. all the time <laughs> right. who are like, right. I see you out having a good time. You're really enjoying your life. And they they want some of that. Uh-huh. But they don't, They like you love to say, they like the... Idea of Babs, Babs, but but not not the the reality of Babs. And so when you end up with these people, they're like, oh, you want to go out tonight? <laughs> well, I just I just or, got off work. Or I just you want to go out again? Like, yes, yes. that's the one I always get. You want to go out again? You've been like, out we, already this week. We've been out this week. You it's like there's a out. quota on going out. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Or, this is a relationship rule. I didn't know. How much alcohol? Yeah, that's drink number three. <laughs> Motherfucker, like now you, you counting my drinks. You, wait till I get to sick. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is tough? Like, and I'm finna have oh. a cigar. So oh, no, I was gonna say. <laughs> well, you know you're gonna smell like smoke. Motherfucker, I'm going home. Like I'm going And at my house, there's a shower. Right? <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> but I, I see. Because those, those moments you were like, would you like me to call you an Uber? Because <laughs> I, I don't think you want to stay out. Because yeah, I can Uber your ass wherever you want to go. I'm good. I'm good right now. I'm good. I'm hanging. And yeah. see, that's my, that's my, I love this freedom, this mm-hmm. new freedom that I have. Because I've been married. And I loved being married. You did. Don't get me wrong. I reveled. Mm-hmm. Marriage saved me in a lot of levels. And I enjoyed it. But now that I have this newfound freedom, I don't, I don't, don't want to surrender it so quickly. I don't want to surrender so quickly. Or someone has to want to be married to me on the fucking terms I set forward. <laughs> and that's real. I mean, look. That's it. <laughs> I have not been married, but I have been a single parent for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And so there were different levels levels of my liberation, right? Because I, for, you know, between college and having a baby, I may have had friends, I have friends with benefits, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, at one point it was just me. So it was like, hey, I can travel. I can do this. I can go here. And all my friends were getting married. And I'm like, well, eventually Woo! it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, eventually it's going to happen. And then boom, got pregnant. Wow. Wasn't going to marry that person. <laughs> 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 like, okay, Woo! never mind. And so from there <laughs> until 19 i'm, I'm glad you i was that person I, Girl, that would have been burning bed for real bullet. y'all would have never known me because i'd still be in prison <laughs> <laughs> i'd still be in prison i'd be listening to the podcast writing letters <laughs> 
like somebody put something on my books. Yeah, What's something up? on my books. I got to listen to them bitches. Somebody got to get me something. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> but I think now, of course, my level of liberation is still different. It's, it's another level, right? Because now I don't have anybody else depending on me as heavily as they did for the last... 19 yeah. years mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's a different type of thing yeah but i've always had my own and 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 that was a problem my liberation looks so different to men right mm-hmm. because they would think oh you hate men I, I, I don't hate <laughs> brothers because you don't see me with a brother <laughs> you know That's you coming so to me wild. you're coming to me having this conversation talking about you need somebody in my life in your life how do you know i don't have somebody in my life and also, is that your way of saying I want to date you? Like, get away from me, you creep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you? why would I want to be bothered with That's you? That's not a good opening line. That's not okay? a good opening line. That's worse than hey, auntie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dating fail. Full it also pause. is a, a hey, pretty thing. No, okay. No cat daddy. Oh, cat daddy vibe. So, Even cat daddy's got a better game than that. So my thing has always been I've had liberation. It just looks different. To me, yeah, in different seasons. And to men, it looks very different because they're at the phase of where, okay, I even had one guy tell me, you just need a good brother in your life to slow you down. I said, darling. What the hell? (laughs) I want to fight this person now. (laughs) I said, let me explain something to you. Slow me down. I'd be like, N-word, What? (laughs) Let me explain something to you. Like, that's a different show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let me explain something to you very, I hope you very use the voice gently. on gently. I said, first of all, I don't need you. It's not brothers. You. It's you I don't need. <laughs> I don't need you. I don't need you. Whoever you are. Whoever you are. Don't I don't need, need you. you. Number two, the men that I date are very comfortable within themselves. So therefore, and they like the speed. They like the speed. If you can't hang, Bye. that's your problem. Nope. Gotta go. You got to go. Deuces. And number three, I ain't buying you a motherfucking drink. Get away from me. You know, and 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 he stood there like <laughs> just shell shock. Yeah, and I'm and because I'm these saying, men think they can say come out their bag and say and all say kinds shit. of crazy, and then I'm supposed to react like nice woman, like nice That's girl. Get the fuck away, away from, from me. me. <laughs> and, and and the piece in that too is that the brother that I was dealing with was like, yes, I love all of it. Right. <laughs> you know, come on, let's drink some and basil hay. But it's there <laughs> are men out there who like liberated free, free women, women but and don't yep. complicate their damn life right. i don't want to be somebody's complication and i damn sure don't want your ass to complicate my, my mind exactly because when i want to yeah. fucking jump up and roll with my squad i don't want to hear shit right yeah i don't want to have to yep. check in i don't want to have to let you know i don't want any of that shit and I, nine times out of ten if you know me then there's no worry right right yeah. But this is clearly somebody who didn't know you. But I also, I do. I appreciate your response because you could have been like my man, like it. Like, cause sometimes you just say that. <laughs> yeah. Just like you might not have a man, but you just yeah. be like, I'm just gonna say this so you. And that's what. Alone. And that. And that was one of the things. <laughs> like I my did man, say like him. it. So he went. Like, uh, uh, that like, Negro. Your man let you go out by yourself because you don't want it to turn into that. <laughs> you be like. 
was like, yeah, my man let me go out. Like, first of all, nobody I, let me go anywhere. I'm a anywhere, whole adult. Motherfucker, this ain't 12 years of slave. And listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Miss Seely. <laughs> and you not Miss to get away okay, from get me. get away from and me. And I own my own shit. I was in Atlanta <laughs> in a club. My cousin was having a party. The guy I was seeing at the time lived in Atlanta. And he was like, nah, I don't want to go to a party. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'm out. So I'm in there. I'm having a good time. And all of a sudden, I got this bugaboo, like, right here. (laughs) And I'm like, get away from me. He's like, And so eventually we had this conversation, and I said, well, my man is coming to pick me up. And this person was of a certain fraternity, Kev. (laughs) And and we get outside. We get outside, right? Bugaboo's still right there. And he's saying, well, you know, I'm I'm a brother that can take care of you. I can do this. <laughs> My friend rolls up, hops out the truck. Baby, what's going on? How was the party? Because now this Negro, who didn't think I had a man, Saw this six foot two, 225, very much in shape brother coming at me like this. I was like, Let me slide and back like, into my hole. And before he, could, <laughs> before he could get like away, he said, Oh, brah, you walk my girl out? That's so nice of you, man. That's dap why up, we bros. Let me dap give you that dap. You, you my man. Because you, you for real right, in it. Be safe out there. Be safe, bruh. <laughs> Open the car door for me. Walk me to the car. Close the door. Good you looking. Sh- you and we drove out off the into window the sunset. And put up your middle finger. <laughs> Boy, bye. And I couldn't have, I couldn't have asked for anything. More right. Sometimes there be divine intervention. Two middle fingers up, boy. Right. Bye. Yes. You know, and it was it was that one of those things the where goddess intervened. That <laughs> brother appreciated me for who I yeah. was, and That's I think what liberation is really a grown woman's game. Yes. Yeah, I, I really because I I don't because I think. Young women want the trappings of the fairy tale. Yeah, even and though the sister you was interviewing clearly was like, "I'm about my own liberation." She's like, yeah. my own liberation, oh, but, but she's, not, still yeah. young she's still because, young because because the insertion of the fairy tale is gonna catch up. Yeah, I see it with young women all the time. I love this sister. I thought she was badass, but I also know the influence of the fairy tale because she got a mama. Right, she got people who be like, "I right. want the fairy tale," and then pretty much she gonna buy into the fairy tale. She's going to want all of that, the meringue cake mm. and the flower dress. I, was and so, the, I feel like I just was, like, so, so fortunate. There's nobody in my life who who I had one. I had one great aunt be, like, basically, it, the way she asked it, but this this aunt is known for her attitude and her shadiness. Um, <laughs> I ain't saying no names. Thank God I have a lot of aunts. Um, but this is a great aunt, so it ain't that, that many of them no more. She was like, oh, what's, like, because, you know, everybody else got kids and right. things and, and spouses and, and what's wrong with you? You don't want to have no babies? I said, no. And she said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the way I was looking at her, like, what else you got? Because I can do this all day, sis, because I know you didn't expect that. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Do you see this madness? I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to I was like, no, but no, other than that, my grandmother's never put that kind of pressure on me. My mother never did. My dad doesn't do it. Then my, my mother my was really weird. Just, because you know, I didn't way. get married till I was thirty three. Yeah. So around twenty eight, because I was engaged yeah, three, you were, three times, yeah. right? So the first one, she had her hopes up because 
you know, he's a little rich boy from the South. And she's You'll like, never Ooh. find. <laughs> <laughs> and you were Barbara from Connecticut. And so they were enamored of me. And she just thought that would just, she thought it was That was perfect. everything. She was yeah. like, I'm envisioning Jack and Jill, oh, yes. the links, all yes. of this. No, my all mother didn't know anything about that. She just but, thought. But your future mother-in-law yes. probably yes. did. No, no, yes. my future mother-in-law was all about it. Yes. yes. Until she found that out. She was like cotillions and. I was and, a poor-ass motherfucker right. from Connecticut. And then she realized, oh, like, oh, oh no, wait, we can't have that. <laughs> we could not have that. And then the that. next cat that I was engaged to was a venture capitalist brother, but he was like an asshole. You know, he controlled everything about me: my hair, my weight, how I was, mm. and I let him right because yeah. I was fascinated by that whole lifestyle. Yeah. I liked it, yeah. and I liked being in the spaces that he brought me to. And I was young, right? I was like twenty something, so I had no, I had no awareness. I was just like, okay. Whatever you tell me to do, okay. <laughs> can you imagine that was the fuck who I was? It's just—it's hard to imagine. It's ridiculous, and but I was all Mark like a dog. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And then once I got Hop free from leg. all that, I think what freed me was because I said to him, "Oh, I really like to get dreadlocks." And he said to me, "My woman will never have dreadlocks. Guess you're you never going to have one. that nasty hair." Ooh. And something about the way he said it to me really snapped me. Even if he had said that politely, like there was yeah, no way to no say way. that politely. And it snapped me, and I, I just felt like I was jarred to myself. Mm-hmm. And I thought, case of your senses, you were like snap out of it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like a douse of cold water. <laughs> and it just bothered me for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have to get out of this, and I got mm-hmm. out of it. And my mother couldn't understand it. She was like, yeah. Oh, how could he, you? Not me. Yes, him. he's got a you know he's got a fabulous apartment in New York. He treats us nice. He treats you nice. He's giving you shit. He da, 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 da. I was like, but he, he yeah. he's not he's, he's not nice. He's not. He nice. does nice shit, but he's not nice. Yeah, yeah. this is a big difference. He wants a, a bobble on his arm. He yeah. just wanted eye candy, mm-hmm. and you know I had to. St- I mean I starved. I mean I was a size ten. I was like a size eight. Dang. Can you imagine? I cannot imagine no, you blowing yeah. in the wind. Me either. <laughs> Shit. You definitely I mean, I had stop. to hold on to him. For Girl. <laughs> yeah, because you were like fainting. <laughs> you were like, child, I'm lightheaded if out here in these heels. Just for that alone. It was just, re- it was just a level of ridiculousness that I'm almost embarrassed to even talk about. Well, the and, good thing uh, is you recognized it. Girl. And then I just had, you know, whole nation for a good while. <laughs> and then I met Lawrence and cuz when I met when I met my husband, I was just saying, I'm gonna shut down whole nation. <laughs> She's like, okay, I'm gonna get it, off my so, hotel. So it was like, okay, this is ended. This this phase is over. I'm and I wasn't this. looking to get married. Right. I just was like, like let me settle down while I Let me stop hoeing. <laughs> You know, you wake up in one bed too many, you don't know where the fuck you are. You're like, wait, where's my shit? (laughs) Where's my, who is this? Where am I even at? I don't know your fucking name. (laughs) Like, if I I couldn't pick you out of a lineup, what? (laughs) And so once I (laughs) detoxed off Cold Nation, I was like, (laughs) and then I met him. And he came with a different conversation mm-hmm. than any other brother had. Mm-hmm. And I was intrigued by it. Yeah. He talked to me about books and art and music. And mm-hmm. I and he never put a hand on me. Never. He was just talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I l- valued that more than anything. I was mm-hmm. like, this brother is talking to me. And he would talk to me. We'd have these great conversations. 
And then we just sort of fell into a vibe. And I was like, I was like okay. I'm digging this. I'm feeling it. It's like, all right. And he's like, I'm Muslim. We got to get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that changed uh, the game once like, again. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to get married. He's like, well, I'm Muslim. We got to get married. And he <laughs> said, I'm going to give you. X give amount a, of days. Give you another ninety days. Think about this. Not ninety day fiance. <laughs> He's like, I got bounce after that. If you don't want to do this thing, I move if on. you don't want to do this life with me, then I gotta go. It's like, must I was like, date. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, how hard can it be? I have a boyfriend, <laughs> a, a, a boyfriend, a, a living boyfriend. <laughs> And that's not what marriage is. And that's what not what marriage, marriage is. is. <laughs> At all. At all. No. So, they yeah. are not the same. So, do you have time to pull one more card? Uh, I think, how long have we been going, Rev? Are we good? Oh, we it's done. It's 7.43 now, so I got to go. Wait, what does, what does Birdman say? Is we finished or is we done? <laughs> we, we need to be done. I, look, I got, I got something to do at 8 o'clock. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. All right, peace, y'all. We out. We out. We out.